Okay, so welcome everybody for uh, to our episode of Expressions Podcast tonight. You may notice that there are only three of us on the panel. Uh, unfortunately, we had a lot of complaints about some of the comments that Sean uh, mentioned during his hot take on one of our previous episodes. So with the way the world is these days, we had to fire Sean. So sorry, Sean. Uh, watch what you say next time. And, uh, you know, no issue, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and it's just... It's just- I, I can't believe the Wiggles would threaten us like that after his one little comment. Like, the Wiggles, of all people. I mean, I would have expected it from Barney. Uh, I would have expected it from, like, Caillou. But the Wiggles. Well, you just don't know people anymore. You don't know. You just don't know. Actually, um, April Fools! Ha, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I almost lost it with Marjorie. <laughs> I almost lost it. You said Wiggles. I lost it. I, was so over, I didn't forget where we were going with this. No, actually, we gave him a raise for what he said about the Wiggles. A 40% raise, which 40% of nothing is still nothing. So thank you, Sean, yeah. for not being here tonight because you're saving the world by plowing our streets, even though we're having a, a crazy winter snowstorm right now. Uh, I know this is our... April Fool's episode, which we're launching just before our second anniversary, which is another part of our show tonight. Um, but Sean's out there earning his keep, man. So thank you, Sean, for keeping the roads clear for everybody, being safe. And uh, no, he's not fired. It's just he's a good he's scapegoat. Fired. He's not fired. They probably fired me before I fired him. And, and uh, honestly, everything you said about the Wiggles, Wiggles I stand 100 percent behind. Yes. Right. Uh, did you see the scapegoat yeah, reference? Why I'm yeah. the professional scapegoat. There you go. Exactly. All right. So this is going to be a fun episode, guys. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm yeah. Doing good. Yeah. Um, I was exhausted yesterday because um, the day before I went to two wedding shows back to back. In hindsight, it probably wasn't a good idea to hit two wedding shows back to back. I spoke to probably like almost like somewhere between 100 and 200 vendors um and it's just like constant pitch wow. pitch pitch for you know all these different products and and things that they're selling for weddings and stuff like that yeah. uh so it was very mentally exhausting for sure it was a fun day obviously i brought a bunch of people with me on on saturday when i went to these shows um had some of my closest friends i had my mom my siblings um and andrew's mom with me um so it was a it was a really good day but uh, a lot of information and uh you know it was really my first dip into any sort of wedding planning so exciting. Uh, uh, it's definitely exciting for sure. You've had just, years it, to it plan got a little overwhelming. <laughs> to think about this happening, you've had how, like 12, 14 years? Y- yeah, 13 years. 13. See, the one number I didn't say right in between yeah. the two. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, now all of a sudden it's happening. So, of course, you're going to go crazy planning for it. Exactly. Exactly. Like, we definitely want to make it a special day for both of us and, and our family and uh, we want to do it right. So yeah, there's going to be a lot of planning involved. Um, and like I said, an amazing fun day. I'm so happy for the people that came with me. Uh, it really meant the world, but uh, I was very tired. <laughs> do you <laughs> very, have a wedding tired. planner by any chance? Uh, we don't have a wedding planner yet. We well, don't have anything wouldn't... yet. Uh, yesterday, it... yesterday night we uh, talked a little bit and wrote some things down on a on a piece of paper. Um, 
Oh, not a piece of paper inside a in, inside a, what's random it a notebook, a notebook. Random scrap. Um, and we made some definitive decisions that we both agreed on. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't anything like this is the venue. This is the, uh, the vendor that we're going to be using. It was more like, okay, these are kind of the dates that we want. Um, mm. and, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, number of people. Yeah, whether we're what kind of ceremony we're going to be having was another thing that we made a decision on, and what we're going to do in our speech is another thing we made a decision on. Um, so budget yeah, per plate, are... you decided to go for that $350 plate meal. Oh my gosh, absolutely not. We can't afford that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I just want to throw this out there. I mean, if you're looking for a wedding planner, um, Brian myself and Sean would love to <laughs> and, uh, the podcast plans uh, the wedding oh, be, no. be, uh, cars and guitars and uh, the drums. Had a great idea where the couple exchanged guitars that was neat oh my goodness this sounds you, like you guys Andrew, it could be like you could, cars, you could exchange guitars, like and pet groundhogs or something right? you um, can exchange D D games yeah. <laughs> really cool games yeah that would no be maybe yeah. not <laughs> We're not doing that for you. <laughs> I like I you too much even, to do that to you. I didn't even plan my own wedding. Neither did I. <laughs> Shelly Shelly did most of mine. And as I told you, Aurora, we had a lot of help from Shelly's side of the family, planning food and doing like a buffet style uh, lunch at dinner kind of thing. Honestly, um, I feel like buffet style weddings get a bad rep and they're really good. They are. They ours are was really awesome. Good. We had a great wedding. Yeah. We... we ours wasn't ours was to sit down but we were um well we were at a wedding i was in the wedding party and i was the last groomsman so i was at right hand of the table the buffet was in the kitchen that was behind the head table and the entrance line for the kitchen was my side of the table so of course the wedding party gets their food first mm -hmm. so i'm sitting here eating and i'm i, I shit you not i had people take food off my plate while they were waiting in line People you knew, or just like no, no, the waitress and the waiter? Were, people, no, people that were at the wedding, other guests waiting in line to get into the buffet were picking at your wedding. Up. No, not at my wedding, at a friend's. Oh, wedding. wow, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it wow. was uh, the, 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 this, the, the first one stunned me, and the second one pissed me off, and the third one got a fork in the back of the hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, well I hope uh, you don't have any issues like that at your wedding, Aurora. Oh, hopefully not. Hopefully have some not. better well, planning. Still, lots of um, lots of things left to decide for sure. When you get a wedding planner, you should ask them on to be a guest on our show. Ooh, yeah. A good That'd wedding planner would be a good guest. If you get a wedding planner, I mean. If I get a wedding planner, for sure, I'm gonna have a day of coordinator. I've already decided that. Uh, cool. A lot of ven uh, a lot of venues, um, it they provide that. But um, there's also wedding planners that just do the day of stuff. Um, cool. and, and realistically, it's just the person that communicates to all the vendors of where to put things because I don't want to worry about that. I just want to, you know. Oh, yeah. Focus yeah, on and you. I wouldn't, and yeah. I wouldn't want the bridal party to have to worry about that stuff either. So I we, think we had Amy. The... We had Amy. It was my friend's wife that did, the, did all that for us. So it was awesome. That's Your good. wrangler. She was my wrangler. Yeah. <laughs> nice to have help. Certainly nice to have help. Um, off, man, I'll tell you, she everything was perfect until my mother got there. But anyways, 
that's another story. <laughs> mothers, mothers. That we do a whole show on mothers. No, we anyway, could. maybe you know, for Mother's Day. My, my mom would get internet and then see the show, and I'd get a phone call. <laughs> yeah, mine too, Mark. That's how we're going to do it. Mother's Day show, making notes. I'm sick. Yeah. Speaking of sick, how are you doing, Mark? You having a good week? You having a good, good, <laughs> yeah, good no, meeting? It's good. Uh, I'm trying to think. We had, uh, I, I didn't have a, an extremely productive day. I've been doing a lot of uh, office days from home. It's uh, uh, paperwork season uh, for Mark at, at Mark's, and uh, it's been uh, it's been fun. However, I, I have to laugh. So uh, I made an error. This well, I didn't make the first error. The first error was made by Pure Later this morning. So Pure Later brought all my parcels to the to my store, and in it was this massive box. And I didn't even like the receiver wasn't in yet. I came to the door. I signed for everything. Counted nine pieces. Perfect. <clears throat> Put it on the side. Off we go. Hour later, receiver shows up. He calls me over. He goes, "Mark, this one box isn't for us." And it's the big, like it's a big square, like probably four foot by four foot and about uh, eight inches deep. And uh, it was fairly light, but a big box. And I look, and I'm like. Oh, it's for Michaels. So Michaels is like three doors down. I go, I no problem. When I go on lunch, I'll I'll run it down there. I'll I'll take it in. Apologize for signing for it, and and that's it. So I uh, I, I didn't I ate lunch, but I ate it at my desk while I was doing paperwork, and uh, so I didn't I didn't get out of the store until later on. So around about around about six o'clock, I've got uh, I, I'm getting manager to the front. And so the manager on duty goes to the front and like, he comes back and he's like, this, this lady doesn't want to talk to me. She, she want to talk. She just doesn't want to talk to me. She wants to talk to you. I'm like, I'm not even supposed to be here. I was supposed to leave at five. So, okay, whatever. I'll go out. So I go up and she's like, hi, are you the manager? I go, yeah. She goes, your name, your name, Mark. And I go, yeah. She goes, Oh my god! I thought Pure Later was fucking with me. <laughs> I'm like what? And she goes, she goes, yeah. They told me Mark from Mark signed for my package. Oh. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> she says, "There's no way the manager at Mark's is Mark." I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, before I got the job here, my name was Steve. And <laughs> yeah, right. it's, I had you to, have to assume the name. I had to change it to suit the store. It's every if you go into any Mark's, every manager's name is Mark. And she goes, "Really?" And I go, "No." <laughs> April Fools. Oh, that reminds yeah. me of Community. That reminds me of Community. Which, With the which, whole subway thing, there's oh, a person yeah, yeah. named Subway. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, that was, that, that was a <laughs> sold himself to Subway. Pretty decent show. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a great show. It's too bad yeah. you weren't on that episode, Mark. When we talked about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lost in my teeth or something that night. You know. It like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's funny. The reason I say it is because that show aired today, and. Yeah. Um, I uploaded it and of course it was all squirrely. It was like all choppy and it looked all weird. So I had to delete it and re-upload it. So I did that just before we uh, signed on doing this just now. So now it looks good at least. And it's still right. funny because we start off with our going, yeah, yeah. But anyway. All right. Uh, how was your week, Brian? My week was awesome. And I'm finally caught up with all the wrestling photos that I, I shot uh, this past month. I had uh, 9,000 photos I had to go through. Uh, four different events, three, three different events, three slow, slow, slow couple of events. There you go. Oh, it was awesome. Well, I mean, this is the first time I'm actually saying yes to taking jobs, shooting wrestling. And it's actually kind of inspired by the conversation that Aurora and I had with some other wrestlers, uh, wrestling photographers a little while ago. Um, yeah, it was, it's been a lot of fun. I decided to say yes. And I've got a bunch of jobs right off the bat and it's exciting. So we'll see how that goes, but Very it's a lot, cool. of, a lot of photos to get through and, 
I don't mind doing it. It's fun. I mean, those photos are dramatic and crazy, right? So you always come uh, across I, something I, neat. I just got that's it. Wedding at a wrestling event. I can make a that happen. Themed wedding for Aurora. It I can make that happen. Epic. We can talk to it we can talk to be, Brendan. No. It would be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. <laughs> just awesome. Yeah. All right. yeah. Robots versus wrestlers. Oh, Ooh, battle Because <laughs> oh. it's robots versus wrestlers. Oh. I know wrestlers that could take out those battle bots. I'm just saying. But uh, all right. Let's get into this conversation, guys, because we have two things to talk about. We have April Fool's Day, but we also have the fact that it's our anniversary. So I'm stoked about that. Um, this is our second year straight doing this podcast. We've had a whole bunch of different shows. We, I don't know. We've talked to so many people. Aurora and I, we were just talking the other day at work about how amazing it was talking to some of these people that we've had on as guests. Um, before we get into the whole April Fool's Day concept, uh, just guys, is this show changed anything in the two years that you've been doing it? have you felt differently for doing it have you met somebody that's kind of triggered something i know mark you've you've talked about how the christina episode with the food and stuff has really inspired you to yeah, do a lot more cooking probably christina was the the one that really um got me out of my maybe what's the word i'm, I'm all tripping up here christina was the one that made me realize that i need i not that I'm, I, I do most of the cooking but it made me realize that it's okay to experiment, to try new things and, and to, to sort of run with it. And of course, if you go on my Instagram now, it's mostly pictures of the food that I make. I, I don't do it all the time because sometimes it's, you know, every now and again, it's a hamburger or something like that. But uh, like tonight, we just had, you know, tortellini, um, but it was, it's store-bought. So I don't make my own pasta, although it, I could try it. Right. But that's probably the one that's affected me most. And, and uh, of course, I'm, on my waistline as well, because you know I'm eating a lot more good food, but, you know, trying things like beef Wellington for the first time to bake that. And I mean, it turned out pretty darn good. I, I thought, you know, and, and even last night, like I, I tried, uh, I was doing steaks on the barbecue and I thought, you know what, I feel like roasted potatoes. So I, I, I didn't really know, like not just oven roasted, but like, you know, crispy and tossed in spices and stuff. And I, I just did it and it turned out awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Aurora? Um, I think in general, it's just been an amazing, like speaking generally, it's been an amazing experience talking to so many different creative people. It's allowed me to think more creatively on a weekly sort of basis. Um, I think it's really great that I've gotten to know you all too. Like, I feel like we've all gotten a lot closer. We know a lot more about each other, um, than, you know, we did before. And I think that's really awesome as well i mean talking for an hour each week i think is something that will uh will do that so um really appreciative for that um if we're going back and looking at a particular guest um hmm. there's been so many that's why it's hard for me to you know pull from one in particular i thought um uh what's her name cass yes yeah. uh she was she was pretty inspiring like i still follow her on instagram today and you know seeing like the because she has like the gym right and, mm -hmm. and and does the workouts and stuff but she's also you know in the in the police uh force which i think is really empowering empowering having like another you know strong female 
um, kind of role model is kind of nice. Um, She's awesome. Yeah. So I think that was a really good one for me. Uh, for sure. Um, and, and really I also cool recently to started working out too. So, um, you know, actually right after that episode, I started to do, I think she issued like a 30 day walking challenge or something like that. So I, I tried to do it <laughs> as best as I could. Um, awesome. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do it all the way through, but, um, I was, it motivated, it, it, it motivated me to go out and do walking and stuff more. And then, you know, uh, the following year I, I got the bike and I was, you know, biking to work and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, now I've, I've got a gym membership and I'm working out at the gym. So nice, but that's uh, you know, partially for the wedding preparations and stuff like that too. So yeah, definitely keeping things in mind, uh, for sure. With that. So, yeah, yeah. I think so, that's my takeaway too. Sorry, Mark. My takeaway is keeping things in mind. All yeah. all different influences at all different times. You know, just daily a conversation pops into my head that I've had with somebody on the show. And regularly the one with the snowbirds uh, boss is a big deal for me because that that's like Canadiana yeah, I was, and I, I loved was it. Completely fanboy in that episode. Oh. I mean, and I, I was like, I was even on holidays. I think I did that using my cell phone as my recording. Yeah. Um, at my on my mother in law's front porch. So that was that was for me. That was special. Yeah, there's been a lot of great shows, and yeah. you know, it definitely has. You say, you know, we we get to talk an hour each week. I've had people on this show that I've known for years that until they were on the show, we didn't have an hour conversation. So yeah. to sit oh, yeah. and have these conversations each week, I agree with you, Aurora. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a pleasure for sure. Yeah, yeah. like I, I think back to we had uh, like local uh, here. We had uh, Marcia Camstra. We had Dan Lloyd. Um, local people and I, I still I see them uh, often um, because I still do photography work for Marcia and her uh, theater group um, so I do that um, but I also uh, Dan Preston that we had on the show uh, I think about uh, him all the time I, I've known I've known Dan for decades and that was the most I had actually sat and talked to him in one sitting so it was it was awesome yeah just um, hearing Big Wreck on the radio and their new song that I just heard I was like oh man yeah. He gets to yeah. listen to this band all the time. I, I'm try, now I'm trying to think of who he's with right now. I'm not even sure who he's with. Ah, he's, he's awesome. I, There's so many great people. I'll have to creep his Facebook again and see where he is. I mean, I'd say creep. He's my friend on Facebook. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, for me, too, I've got the book here still. Lisa. Oh, yes. oh yeah. yeah. Episodes. Was um, I was fangirling in that episode for sure. Yeah. I've been following her for so long, and I had her book and you know, yeah. listened to it and that's and stuff awesome. like that. So for me, that was a big, that was a big one. Yeah, too. but so many creative people, so many, and even people. our hosts that we've had on the show. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. having Ryan again when we first started having Ryan and and the two of us do it, I asked you guys and I wanted you guys to be involved with something I was doing specifically because of who you were. And Ryan was included in that, and uh, you know it's too bad that he's not doing the podcast anymore, but he's still doing awesome stuff out there and. He's, he's having a great life. He's turned his whole situation around. He's back up in Aurelia again, and he seems to be doing really well. But I know that when he had his guest on, um, what was his name? Um, the gentleman who did the TV shows in Korea. Ralston? Oh, no, no. No, um, him too. But, I mean, he had a few really great guests. But yeah. I was thinking Brian, Brian Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's somebody that he had followed even when he was a kid. So having these opportunities is just awesome. And I hope that, you know, the next – 
bunch of years that we keep doing this. Uh, we, we keep that trend going. But I know Aurora, you and I have talked, and I know Mark, you probably feel the same way. I really enjoy the shows that we do without a guest. Yeah. yeah. On a theme kind of a thing, right? And I, Aurora and I were talking about this other food-based thing that we're going to do soon. Yeah. Which yeah is gonna I'm be a lot excited of for that episode because I have a lot of opinions. <laughs> <laughs> about this so i, I think it's going to be an interesting minute, topic are we going to talk about prepared mustard and pickles or what <laughs> yes the whole show yes and guns i'm gonna i'm gonna have a jar of pickles here and every time sean tries to say something i'm gonna like ah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna quit <laughs> uh, no uh, but there's so many different ideas that we can do but i've been yeah. having so much fun so thank you guys for for being here since the start and uh, to Sean, who is now our co-host, and to John, of course, who you know ha- was awesome having John on for a while. Um, this is just so much fun. I can't wait to see where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So let's get to April Fools because I don't know. I, when I was a kid, April Fools' Day was like as big as Halloween to me. Right? I loved it. Oh yeah, it was huge. Um, I would wait. And I would prank my mom so hard, and she hated it. I was telling Aurora, uh, the first, the, the real vivid memory of a prank against my mom is uh, we used to have. You even said this one with the rubber band on the on the squeezer thing, Aurora. Um, we used to have one of those in our kitchen, but up in her bedroom, she had a light switch where when you turn the light switch on, the the plugs would turn on with it. So we put a full uh, blender full of water. And a radio plugged into that socket. And as soon as she woke up in the morning and went into her bathroom, flipped the light on, the blender went off, water went everywhere, the radio was blaring at full volume. All I could hear is my mom screaming, like, What the fuck is this? <laughs> it was like, Yes. And wait until she finds the saran wrap on the toilet seat. She's going to love that one. Um, yeah. So I, I loved, I loved it. But, you know, it was mostly harmless stuff. I was, I'm not a very uh, violent or evil kind of soul. So, I never did anything that would ever hurt anybody. What about you guys? Uh, so April Fool's Day is my dad's birthday, actually. Ah, April um, Fool's. Yeah, so happy early birthday, Dad. He is he is definitely a fool for sure. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so like we would always do something funny in relation to his birthday. I guess for him, um, more specifically, my sister Hannah, like especially as she got a little bit older, she really took the April Fool's Day and Dad's birthday hand in hand, and always got him some sort of gag gift or joke gift. Uh, one of the first pranks I ever pulled was the little in the kitchen, the little spray thing, and I put a rubber band around it, I put a a cloth right in front of it, so no one would notice there was a rubber band on it, and I. I remember uh, I snuck down in the middle of the night to do it and snuck back upstairs. And then in the morning, as I was getting ready for school, hearing my parents screaming in the kitchen, and I was Love just it. like, yes. Um, so, it. yeah, that's what, it was, that's what being it, kids all about. Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely a, a funny prank for sure. That was probably the biggest one that I did. But um, for one of my dad's birthdays, my I was not involved in this prank until I kind of colossally ruined it. Uh-uh. Um, so essentially for my dad's birthday, we're going to all meet up. Um, this was a few years ago. I'll meet up. Uh, I think it was a year or two before COVID. We're all going to meet up uh, with my dad to go for dinner. Um, and my siblings, Jason, Hannah, um, decided that they were going to make my dad a cake and they iced the cake and everything and then put a YouTube URL to uh, so my dad can be Rickrolled. 
uh, basically. Um, and he's just like, uh, so yeah. Uh, so we were leaving, we're good about to go to this restaurant, um, to have dinner with him. And my mom like yells something from upstairs in a closed door and I don't understand what she's saying. So I'm like, okay guys, we gotta go, you know, dad's going to be there already and whatever. So I went and I picked up the cake. Um, and I started walking towards the door and of course the cake falls, um, on the ground inside its case and stuff like that. Um, basically what my mom was trying to yell to me was don't hold the cake from the handle, hold the cake from the bottom because one of the clips was broken on the thing. Uh, so the cake and the message on the cake was destroyed. Um, and, uh, my siblings were pretty upset trying to figure out how to fix this. So we had to kind of cut parts of the cake off and re-ice it and put the, you know, YouTube URL back on it, scrambling so that we can get it, get to my dad's, um, get to the restaurant where my dad was waiting for us. Um, and yeah, we were able to salvage the cake, even though it was not in good condition. Um, and uh, we were able to give him the cake and he didn't understand, but he looked up the YouTube video and then he did understand after <laughs> the YouTube video, he was able to laugh. And then we told him the story how we didn't give up on the cake either. Ah, <laughs> um, nice. So yeah, that was kind of a funny April fool's day. That's one of the things I actually, <laughs> when I was doing some research on funny April fool's pranks, the Rick roll put a, a logo, uh, like a, a URL up was yeah. one of those things. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Awesome. Mark? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm not. I like to laugh and I like to joke around, but I'm not much. I don't put a lot of stock into playing pranks. Um, I remember my my favorites were my dad. Um, one year on April Fools, I uh, got into my sister's makeup kit when she was a teenager, and he gave himself a shiner, like a nice purple, like it was purples and browns and everything. It looked like a real good shiner, and then he went he went to work telling everyone um, that my mom had hit him. Right as an April Fool's, uh, an April Fool's joke, sort of. Uh, this is, you know, in the in the, I guess, probably the early '80s. So it was, it went went over well with the guys at work until he got home, and then he told my mom that he'd been telling everybody she hit him all day, and, and it uh, kind of blew up in his face at that point. But uh, probably yeah, so quite I, literally. I think yeah. So pro probably for something like there was never physical violence in, in my house. It, it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> other than that one hole in the kitchen wall that I had to have my hand x-ray for, but it was always an inanimate object. But anyways, I digress. The, the one I remember the best, though, um, was I'm trying to think it was probably in the early 80s. And um, growing up in Newmarket myself um, was the Era Banner uh, newspaper. And the April Fool's edition was a photo of the British Airways Concorde landing at Harefield at the top of Hall Landing Road there as you're as you're heading down there. There's that little little airport for helicopters and ultralights there, right? <laughs> and there was a photo of the somebody somebody and this is before Photoshop, right? Somebody had gone to the trouble of making it look like the Concord had landed there and it was this big big write up of a hair field. And there was a lot of people, a lot of people fell for it. So wow. Um, that's dangerous. You can really piss people off with a prank sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I find I find that the ones that are are the best are the ones where nobody's going to get hurt, nobody's going to get super embarrassed. Like you know, maybe it's it's a funny joke, you know. But um, I th I think that's why I never really got into it. I, I I find 
Um, like while I like physical comedy, like I like watching physical comedy and stuff like that, um, physical comedy at somebody else's expense, I've never been a fan of. So, um, like if you, like you see a lot of these guys that, that play pranks on one another all the time. And, um, I, I've, I've never been like, if, if you're gonna, if you're gonna punch a guy in the nards as a joke, not funny. Right. But you know, um, it's, it's one of those things where if it's going to be a close call as a joke, Okay, that's funny. Like it's whoo, almost lost it. But if it's if if you're actually going to inflict physical pain on somebody, yeah, pick somebody else to do that too because I will retaliate. Mm. <laughs> well, that's where you have to be very careful, for sure. I mean, some people don't have the same kind of sense of humor, and some pranks are just done very poorly. Like um, the Chris Marquart one that I'm still pissed off about with the. Uh, tips from the top floor they did this whole invisible camera prank where for months ahead of this april fools they started talking about this new technology they created about the way light travels and hits this special material that they've created as a film I, I think i've talked about this on a previous episode but essentially it came out that haha this isn't a real thing and all you people that tried to get involved in this are dumb and i'm just like wow yeah that's yeah that's too far like I'm an open-minded kind of guy, right? So if there's new technology that somebody says is working, especially somebody who runs a podcast on photography, I'm going to be like, oh, really? That's kind of cool. What's that all about? And then to, to come around and, and essentially say to people like, I can't believe you fell for this. Ha ha ha. There's no such way this could happen. Yeah, screw you. Never listen to him again. I like it when uh, when companies put stock into doing uh, an April Fool's prank. And usually it's in the form of some sort of a product release, but they don't hype it up beforehand. And it's on the day of the ad drops with, uh, you know, yeah. what is it? I'm trying to think, uh, um, you know, or, orange juice and mint toothpaste or something, you know, and, um, you know, it's, it's a, you know, a, a clear, a clear beer can or something like that. Um, they, some of them do it really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like stuff like that is, is fine because it's on the day of, right. And it's not yeah. hyping people yeah. for weeks or or months in advance right yeah exactly um yeah that's but, a lot better but there, are, there are some really good especially like with photoshop these days and a lot of people have some pretty pretty good skills with photoshop that you know there could be a lot of photos that that circulate that are are completely april fool's jokes right and uh i i like those kind of april fool's jokes to get people to believe it and of course that that happens more and more often with uh um, you know, everyday life too, right? Where people are, uh, geez, I, I thought that was a real photo. Um, but when, when they throw an ad campaign or a, like a one day ad, ad at something as a, as an April fool's prank, I I've quite enjoyed a lot of those. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I think we were about to delve into the origins of April fool's. Do you, do you think you know where it came from? Well, I, as luck would have it, I also did some sleuthing while we were talking about the show. And I also have found something that I think is is pretty close to the truth. Well, I, I highly doubt yours is as true as as mine could be. But what about you, Aurora? Uh, yeah, I did some research, and I'm pretty sure this is true. because Really? Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Let's well, leave it up to the audience. I think. Yeah, I think that's a good decide. idea. <laughs> that's, what yeah. is the origin? We do a little to tell the truth game action. Yeah. See which one of ours is actually correct and let the viewers decide. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do that. So um, who wants to go first? How about you, Brian? Me? Oh, me? Yes. Okay. Well, I, I think um, it's, this is, I mean, obviously this is the right one. There's, there's factual evidence behind it. So anybody who's listening would definitely know that this is real. Uh, I'm going to need my glasses. Hang on a second here. Uh, the research I've gone into, it goes way back to in like 1525 uh, in the Battle of Leipheim. Leipheim. So German peasants war. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, the Holy Roman Empire against the German peasants at the time. Uh, apparently what happened was the peasants were basically so pissed off because their, their leader at the time was a megalomaniac uh, and he was just a horrible person. And he, sorry, the leader of the peasants was a horrible person. And he basically got like 100,000 to 300,000 people slaughtered when his rhetoric spurred them to attack the much better prepared Roman soldiers. Um, to end the battle and to force a final retreat, the, the leaders of the Roman Empire basically goaded the leader, this megalomaniac guy, to get his people to attack um, when they thought, what, what, hang on a second, what they, thought, oh, what they thought was a group of Roman leaders making a political changeover of leadership, right? So like the Roman leaders were at their place and they were doing this changeover leadership on April 1st, uh, when in fact it was a trap to slaughter them for treason. So basically um, they got this real egotistical jerk leader of the peasants. Uh, he heard about this Roman changeover in political whatever, and he thought, oh, hey, let's go kill him now. And he got this big uprising on April 1st to go and take over their, their I guess, their capital building or something. And um, Sadly, because of the ego of their leader, uh, it made him oblivious to the fact that these were really just, you know, peasants that they brought to the battle, and they got slaughtered. And uh, unfortunately, that's why it's called April Fools, because the fool was fooled and got his head and his pecker cut off. By the way, uh, they quartered him and, and cut him into pieces and the whole thing. So, anyway, it's too bad things like this aren't handled these days, because I think some of the political leaders. Uh, could probably handle this treatment as well. <laughs> Damn. That is, oh, that's, 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 that's the that's, reason, the origin story. That is pretty dark. Yeah, that's that, very gruesome. That is pretty dark. <laughs> I just, I'm just telling you what I read. I mean, what I, what I found is fact. So I don't know. What do you guys, what do you guys have? Yeah. So Aurora, do you want to go next? Sure. I'll go next. I'll Your go next. Fable, of course. Uh, we all know mine is the real one. No, I'm pretty sure I'm, I have the real one. I have the real one. Um, mm. Anyway. Okay. So William Summers uh, was a beloved natural fool or what we now call them uh, court jesters um, of the King uh, Henry VIII of England. Um, in 1525, he was introduced to King Henry VIII by somebody else. Uh, one of the, trusted members of his uh you know group um, 1525 is the same year as the battle I of life i know as you were, as as you were saying that i heard that and i'm like oh my gosh anyway 
two people choosing the that same date. That is not date, the original origin. That is not the original origin right. of April uh, Fool's Day, but he was introduced um, to the king, um, and he was the king's faithful um, fool uh, until his death in uh, until the king's death in 1547. He was so loved by the king, in fact, that there is a portrait of the king and his family with him in the background. Um, I actually really want to bring this photo up here if I can. Um, if I can send it in the Facebook group, would you be able to bring that up? Uh, sure. You don't want to just do a screen share? I Just give me a second here. If I can get that um, here. And I'm just going to bring it up on here. Here we go. Let's see if I can bring this on here. Okay. Share screen window. Did you get it? Yep. Oh, I'm just There it is. Oh. So actually all this is Ken, King Henry VIII's family. Um there but on the far right-hand side in the back where the in the corner there that's actually William Summers, the court jester. And on the left-hand side that's actually uh, I believe Jane the fool, um Anne's court jester. Um, so they were both very loved by the family. Um, you know, this they, is not a photograph. This is an artist rendering. So this doesn't a, mean it's fact. It Just doesn't saying. mean it's fact. It doesn't mean it's fact, but it is pretty. They were out. so loved uh, by the king uh, and his family. Um, so in the king's later years, he had a painful leg condition. And it was known that Will Summers was the only person who could lift his spirits. Um, so the king was so grateful as a gift um, to Summers. On April 1st, he hired a fool or jester for him to enjoy, for Will to enjoy. And that is the true origin of April Fool's Day. Because April 1st, the king hired a fool for the fool. Yes. Oh, different year. 1546. Okay, well, that's that's okay. That's a different. That's like yes. twenty one years later. Twenty one years later, but I still believe Linus is, is the truth. It's, I, you know, you're you're going too far back. You're too way too far back in your history. The true origins of April Fool's Day are much more recent than the the fifteen hundreds of King Henry the Eighth. Um, so the actual, the real origins of uh, April Fool's Day started in nineteen twenty two. Um, where a gentleman by the name of Larry Fine um, was, uh, they were, him and his friend, um, him and his friend Mo, Mo Howard, were, they were joking around. And um, so the, the next morning, um, Larry couldn't have let Joe have the last sort of joke. So the next morning, he set up uh, a little trap. We talked about the bathrooms earlier. So he set up a, a little trap in the outhouse um, for, um, for his friend Mo. And when Mo went out there, there was a bucket of shaving cream. When he opened the door, the shaving cream came down on Mo. And of course, the person that witnessed it was their friend uh, Curly Howard. So uh, spawning um, this whole 
uh, career for Larry Curley and Mo, otherwise known as the Three Stooges. <laughs> comedy, that's how it started, was with this one joke of the bucket of shaving cream in the back house in 1922. And their career spanned until 1970, doing their uh, slapstick and musical comedy. So that's, uh, and that happened to be April 1st, that first joke. So, so you're saying early. the Three Stooges started April Fool's Day? That is correct, yes. Interesting. I almost believe that one. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> if I didn't know that mine was right, I would probably go with yeah, yours. Yeah, but yours, mm. I know yours is wrong. So I'm but no, that. if you actually look it up, 1525 is the year. the same date as you. I'm not even sure how that happened. But she didn't. She corrected it. It was, actually... it was 1546 was the year oh, of the origin. 1525 is when the king met his beloved Justin. Oh, I see. I see. Yes. I think King Henry VIII was too too busy off in his wives to worry about it. I, I actually agree with that. And, and that's why the German Peasants' War versus the Holy Roman Empire in 1525 was much more uh, viable. It, I don't know. He was I mean, look so it up. 100,000 to, to 300,000 people gesture. died for this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's too big. That's that's not a joke. That's not a prank anymore. That's like a fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Right on the head. <laughs> All he was that's going to was morning constitutional, and that's it. <laughs> All right. Um, so since it was created, obviously there have been many amazing pranks and many amazing craziness things. I'm just going to go over a couple that maybe you guys haven't done, maybe I haven't done before, but I've done some research on just to kind of show how crazy the world actually is. Um, one of them, obviously, is the Rick Roll. I think, <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> I love Rick Roll. I just yeah, do. I send it to Steve I've all the sent, time. I've sent you a few. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time you get a good one that you have no clue, it's like you send this, like, and all of a sudden they Rick Roll you. Or the ones where they like give you the finger that you're not expecting it. I like those too. <laughs> um, Aurora, you've done this one, the sugar for salt. You told me you did this one. Yes, I did do this one. I did do this prank. See, I wouldn't do that because some people just can't have salt in their diet. Well, and, and, yeah. and also, depending on where you are, my wife and I were, uh, it was our anniversary one year, uh, and we were at the Marche downtown Toronto in the um, First Canadian Place uh, Marche. And if, you, if you've ever eaten there, they have these divine uh, crepes that you can get for dessert. But divine. they are expensive. They're like, it's like, it's like 12 bucks and it is worth every penny. Uh, and you get like, you know, strawberries with cream chocolate, whatever you want. And somebody, there was a, a table, the next table over, there was a bunch of like younger kids and somebody had gone and got one of these big crepes and you, you, you pay for it. Like, it's not like anything. And he got up to go to the washroom and his friend unrolled it and filled it with salt. And, Oof. Back up on him. and so when he picked oh. up back, his crepe was completely ruined. And, you know, oh no. Chris and I are like, we're mad. I'm like, I'd have eaten it. Like I would have like, I'd be scraping the salt off it, and, you know? I would get you a new one and he'd be paying I for would, it. Yeah, I would I would do that if yeah, it were exactly. me. Yeah. Don't mess with my food. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, stab a fork in the head. Fork <laughs> doesn't share food. Exactly. Well, no, thank you. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> here's a funny one. Take some chunky peanut butter and like mix it with you know, um chocolate or something, and then put it on someone's shoe. And they think Oof. they have like poop on their shoe, and then to make it worse, you just kind of take a little piece and you eat it. Like, ooh, gross. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. 
Not oh. that one. A <laughs> <laughs> thought of eating peanut butter off someone's shoe is pretty gross. Yeah, but that's, I have a, I that's, have a wet dog here. That's what I was getting <laughs> up on. Is eating peanut peanut butter yeah, off no. somebody's shoe? Nope, that's not a good one. <laughs> um, Jello. You could use Jello as a friend. Uh, there's mm-hmm. stories of people taking someone's stapler and putting it in Jello, and then yeah. oh, I- iconic scene from The Office. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jim pranking Dwight. Not April Fools, but friends of mine and I once made Jello in somebody's toilet at a party. Oof. That was fun. <laughs> How do you Inside handle that? Inside a toilet. Yeah, made Jello in the toilet. Worked in the back the or in the bowl? In the bowl, right? Did you see it that way? Right? In the back would be horrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Go to flush. Sheesh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That's a new yeah. one. I've never heard that one. <laughs> Did you guys know in France, April Fool's Day is called Poisson d'Avril, which basically is translated to the fish of April. Fish of April. <laughs> French children <laughs> celebrate by taping. Cut out paper fish onto their classmates' backs. I'm not sure why, but it sounds funny and harmless to all. There you go. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, here's one for you. The cookie monster, they call it. It's where you take some Oreo cookies and you unscrew them and you scoop out all the tasty stuff and you put toothpaste in between. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're my sister, you just scoop out all the good stuff and leave the wafers in the bag. Well, at least that's okay. I mean, you can eat the wafers, but... Yeah, but there's no white stuff. I mean, that's why you buy Oreos, for the white stuff. At least she was considerate and didn't put toothpaste in there. Yeah. (laughs) She's probably planning on coming back with the wafers later or something. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys ever, um, April Fool's, pranked your cat or your dog? Mm. Not not necessarily uh, an April Fool's prank, but, you know, I've... I've done the the hide from them. Like when I come in, uh, if the dogs are elsewhere in the house, um, normally they hear me and they come barking and they come running in the front hall and sometimes I'll hide. And uh, and when they get there, they think I've ducked back out or something and then I'll sort of pop around the corner. I love a dog when it gets excited. But uh, yeah, have you ever um, heard where you take like tape and you – basically tape a box on the floor and your cat will walk into it and won't walk out. It'll feel like it's trapped. No, apparently it's a thing. I want to try it to Dixie, but she has a memory and she's spiteful. And I've uh, also heard that cats are terrified of cucumbers. Yeah. And tinfoil. Have you seen those videos of the cats jumping with cucumbers? Well, apparently (laughs) that, that has got something to do with uh, a fight or flight response. And I think it's a snake. Oh, interesting. uh, yeah, I've seen people prank their cats with that. Uh, I've never done it myself. I, I made salad for dinner, and the dogs sit there waiting for pieces of cucumber. <laughs> while, you know, they're like, "Oh, I'll eat it!" So I give them cucumber, and then they get carrots and peppers. And <laughs> At least they're eating well. That's good. And for the record, I would never prank my cat in a harmful way, like feeding it bad things or anything. I love my cat. She's. You know, awesome. I, I was getting ready for work this morning, and I and I was in the bathroom. I stepped back and stepped on Nitro's tail, and I was. Like, and I'm like, oh, buddy, you know, you feel horrible. Can you only no, imagine how bad terrible. how bad that hurts? You feel yeah. terrible, right? Yeah. Cats' you know, tails are everything. I know. You, you accidentally bump into your wife, and you're like, yeah, you shouldn't have been there anyway. But the, the cat, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> at least the wife can tell you how bad it hurts. Yeah, right. Right. The cat would be like, scream back, right? So yeah. 
Anyway, this has been fun. There's been a lot of fun stuff we've talked about for April Fools. Um, talked about our anniversary. Talked about Aurora getting married, which is still exciting for everybody. Um, so many things. Uh, we have a lot of extra shows coming up as well. A lot of really fun shows coming up. Um, people, guests that we have coming on, topics that are a little bit different than we've done in the past. Uh, but I think that's about it for us tonight. What do you think, guys? you have anything else you'd like to add? I think we're good. I think it's uh, it's going to be good, everybody. Uh, April Fools, because this airs the day before April Fools, right? Just a day or two before, yeah. Day or two before. Okay, so if you're going to prank somebody in April Fools, keep it safe, keep it tasteful, and above all, keep it funny. And for the love of God, videotape it and send it to us. <laughs> yes, I want to see your pranks if you prank somebody. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. that'd be hilarious. And then we can do a whole show just going over all the pranks people did. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe we'll have the best prankster on as a guest. Yep. Oh, that'd be even better. Yeah, I would love that. I like where this is going. Of course, we'll get no submissions and we'll be lonely. I know, right? Well, the the three people that watch us. I know, it's true. Uh, (laughs) And for those three people, thank you very much. And for all the people that happen to stumble on this little show, click like, subscribe to our channel because we're doing this every week and we love doing it and we're going to continue doing it. So we'll see you all soon. Uh, Aurora, anything else you'd like to add before I say goodbye? Um, you know, uh, I guess where people can send the videos. Ooh, right. Expressions the podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I'll make the link on the for the videos as well as if you want if you don't want to comment on the YouTube channel or whatever, um, you can also uh, send us an email telling us which story you thought was the correct origin. It was 1525. It was 1546. 1922. Um, You're just so wrong. Anyway, thank you all for watching. Aurora, Mark, thank you both for being here this week. Uh, Sean, stay safe out there tonight, my friend, and we'll see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 oh,